You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Let's get ready to suck it! Welcome to your room. Snack bar, Lambeau Field. I was scalded by the cheese of a flaming hot nacho. You play to win the game. He starts to come and then he pulls out. Oh, it's from a slice of gabagool. Finish him. Oh, it's hard got him being this good. Welcome back to another episode of the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your boys, Dom and Mark, back again, yes, again, for another episode, coming back for more action, more sports, more banter, more bullshit, that's right, my brother, what's going on? It's uh, episode 32 now, right? Yes, sir. 32 here. 32 it is. Sports Network. How you uh, doing? I love that little Volo Mo. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's become a standard of the show, man. <laughs> That's fine. I like it. Oh, boss. And before, before we get into anything, I was on my way here and I stopped and I got a fucking nice pumpkin spice puss latte. Mm-hmm. Just what I Tis do. the season. It's what I do, yeah. So um, I was just like, I don't understand how like Duncan... Like McDonald's, all these fast food or whatever fucking places, they're all like uniform, right? Like they all set, they all follow this. They're all supposed to follow like the same recipe, same products, same, same everything, recipes, right? Yeah. How come some are so much better than others? Others, I don't, I don't understand. Like that Duncan on the way down here on the par- on the Parkway, it's fucking great. They make the best latte. I'll stop there anytime. Like, and this is how I know it's good. It's gone before I get to the fucking exit. <laughs> I suck that fucking thing down like it's nothing. <laughs> it's disgusting, I know. But, yeah, and then there's a place I go to, like, on Route 1. Uh, like, I'll just go there because it's convenient. Like, when I'm, like, I get my shit from work and I, like, get down to the area I got to work in. I'll get a coffee to get myself, like, hyped. And uh, it's on Route 1, like, one of the Brunswick. It's just shit. It's just a shit Dunkin'. And there's like this one homeless guy. He's out there every fucking day, and he's asking me for a dollar every day. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't really care. But like, it's the same guy every day. And I, I've, I've just told him in the past, like, I don't carry cash, man. So like, just if you're starving or something, let me know. I'll buy you a fucking donut. But I'm good. I'm giving you cash. And uh, he asked me every day, dollar, please. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, we go through this every fucking day. I don't have a dollar. But yeah. But back to what I was saying, the fucking the the like. The recipes, they're supposed to be the same. Yeah. Why do some suck complete dick, but some are like top notch? Because there's a two Taco Bells by me. One is mediocre and one is like brand new and it's fucking amazing. I'll tell you why. Why? I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's the employees. Yeah. It's definitely the employees. If you have higher quality employees uh-huh. that give a shit, uh-huh. they make sure everything's going right. Everything's, mm-hmm. you know, the temperatures are right. The ingredients are right. They're not... You know, they give a shit. You yeah, get a yeah. good product, good get good output. Huh. And then when you have stores that people <laughs> that don't give a shit, just yeah. like anything else, it's, it's not going to be as good. Yeah. There's literally <laughs> I think three, that's what it is, really. There's three Dunkins by me, and they're all shit. Yeah. All three of them. All three of them are terrible. Like, the one by me makes possibly the worst cup of coffee you've ever had in your life. Oh. And I don't understand how, how do it's so bad. you fuck up coffee? That's what I'm saying. Like, how is this so bad? I asked the lady at the register one day. I took a sip. I'm like, why is this so terrible? And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this tastes like ground dog shit. Like, what, what, why is it so bad? And she's like, excuse me. Like, she didn't know what to say. I'm like, it's, this is a terrible cup of coffee. It's awful. And then you go across the street. There's another Dunkin', like, down the road. Actually, it's in Roselle. It's right next to where Palooza used to be. Mm. That's, like, the best of the three that are by me. But even that one's not good. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know how you could fuck it. I'm like, the pumpkin that they use, I don't know. Like, the it don't taste like pumpkin. I don't know. I think they're faking out. I think they just add a pumpkin. Thumpkin. Yeah, they're, they're add a pumpkin. They're mixing some other shit together. Just trying to make a fake pumpkin. I don't know. Uh, but it's no good. It's no good. Dude. It's bad shit. That's a gripe for sure. And then also, in addition to that, mm. when you get the wrong order. And I'm the king. Oh, dude. I get, I get I it all the, the king time. Me too. my order fucked Me up. Me too. Dude, I ever show you that picture out of my phone one time? I asked a, I asked him for a, a burger, right? I was at McDonald's burger. And I said, "Let me get a plain burger, or like no, um, no, t- like no tomatoes, no pickles. Hmm. Extra tomatoes, extra pickles, please." No, 
Uh, I opened the bun and it was just a bun with cheese. There was no burger at all. That's no, impressive. Nothing. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's really impressive. It was just a bun with cheese and like some ketchup like spit you on there. Son like, of a fucking bitch. Me? So what'd you I do? walked in. I walked in again. I walked back in with the fucking, I, 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 I go in the register. I'm like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? She's like, what? I'm like, do you see this? She's like, what? I was like, this burger right here with no fucking burger on it. And she's like, this oh, invisible wow. burger. Yeah. She goes like, like she's, she's like, oh, wow. I was like, yeah. She's like, you got that here like that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if somebody in the back's fucking with me or or what, but yeah, that's how I got it. She's like, I'm so sorry. So did they give you a new yeah, burger? She's like, well, here's a, she's like, here's a real burger. I'm like, oh, thank you. Mm. Appreciate it. It's only what I ordered. Ridiculous, dude. It's only what I paid for. <laughs> so what's going on, man? What do we got on the docket for nothing. today? Oh, nothing? Nothing. Dead episode? <laughs> We're done? Wrap it up? Yeah, complete nothing. <laughs> Uh, no, there's actually a few things. First, I just want to touch on a little NFL then, I guess. Sure. Because the, the trade deadline just passed. And the trade deadline just passed. There was a lot of fucking action. And I was just saying, I want to talk about it because the NFL has traditionally not been full of trade line deadline action. It's been kind of like a dead, like, you know, a guy will move here and there. It was an afterthought. Yeah. Like, no one gave a shit about the yeah, tra- yeah. trade deadline. Ever. Now no. it's starting to, like, evolve into, like, the baseball deadline, like the basketball deadline, where you're going to a team that feels like they're in it, they're going to go out and they're going to try to just get who they can to win right now. Yeah. And it's made it pretty fucking interesting for sure. It's very exciting. Like this. And another thing that we saw that breaks away from like NFL traditions is like in division trades. You never see in division. That trades. That is usually always taboo. That's, That's yeah. like a no, no, nobody yeah, does that. Exactly. And even you do something like that, it's usually something super fucking juicy, like tons of first-round picks, you know? So this offseason, the trade deadline, there was a lot of movement. The one I'm talking about right now, TJ Hawkinson went to the Vikings. Mm-hmm. From, the, from, the, from the Lions to the Vikings, NFC North to NFC North. You know, 1-6 and six to 6-1. Six and one. Yeah, must from be the nice. basement to the kingpin, man, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. So, like, how do you think that must, like, if you're a Lions fan, you got to be like, are you fucking kidding me? And what the Lions get for this? <clears throat> I don't even know. I, it wasn't much. It was like a second. Like the highest pick was a second. All right. I mean, I think that's fair trade value <clears throat> for I think there was like, then. Yeah, there was like a couple other picks thrown around, but the highest was a second. What a mess. What a mess the Lions are, man. I they know, just cannot a, get it right. It's a shame. It's a shame because they have players. And you like Campbell. I do. He's a and good And you like coach. golf. I do. Bro, you can win with golf. Let me tell you something right now. You put, Jeff, you put golf on the Jets. The Jets... Uh, win more games. Nah. I'm serious. Nah. Game manager, bro. Nah. Yeah. That's the guy you should look to uh, when uh, you guys decide Zach's not the guy. It's going to be Jimmy G. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, but I'm telling you, golf will be had for less. Yeah. And he'll, p- be, he'll be available. Is, is this golf's last year? I What's think his so. contract look I, like? I, is he... he had a big contract when he was in the Rams. And they didn't draft anybody yet? The Lions? No, no quarterback, no, yeah, right? No. Weird. Well, they trust because he's a gay, he's not as bad as people think. He's really not bad. Yeah, but you know what? He just doesn't have enough talent around him. He no. needs. He went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but look what he had. Exactly. He, had he doesn't have that over no. here. No, he's got St. <laughs> Brown though. Yeah, he's got Swift. He's got a run game. Yeah, he had Hawkinson. See you later. But yeah, so these are some of the big. Like, obviously, the big move is Bradley Chubb goes to the Dolphins. Ugh. Calvin Ridley goes to the Jets. By, by the way, can I just make a comment mm-hmm. on that real quick? Because there was a rumor that the Jets were in on that, and I'm like, like Chubb. Yeah, I'm like that makes absolutely no sense. no sense. I mean, you got Lawson, you got JFM, you got all these guys that you got Quinn and you're having Quinn a career year. We're gonna have to pay. You're out to give him the fucking bag. He's man, having a career, which is year. fine. Deserves it. He's going to yeah. be a 25 million dollar a year player and well deserved. Yeah, you know, he's earning it for he sure. He's hit earning that it. Aaron Donald level this year, man. Oh, that we've all been level. waiting for. AFC Player of the Month. It's fantastic, man. A big, big uh, Quinnen supporter. Now it took a little while. Yeah, you were but, you were you were hot and cold with him for a while, but uh, I think he finally put it all together this year. So hyped about that. But what was my comment before? I'm talking about Chubb. Chubb. Okay, so yeah, I mean, the, all these guys uh, they have on their line, and they got to pay. You, you throw Chubb in, so now I'm thinking if they really are in on it, and they had to give a, a first round pick, Mm-mm. I'm like, no way. But if they did, then you look at the Lawson contract, and you think next year, you know, you could let Lawson go, yeah. and then Chubb's going to be Jesus your main. Christ, can you imagine your D line with Chubb? <laughs> Listen, I like where it's at now. I, I love Lawson. Lawson's having a great year. Yeah. So um, no, it, it never made sense for the Jets anyway. No. But I am upset that. You get a guy like Chubb in the division now, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and you got to deal with him twice yep. a year. Ugh. 
And the and dude, the Miami's responded to McDaniel as the coach. Weird. He was either going to fail or, or do great things. So it's, it's is it because he's like kind of non conventional? Yeah, I think he, he it works different. He I talks think it different. Works. Yeah. I think that's why McVay was so successful off the rift, too. Good point, too. Yeah. Because I think the players just respond better. I think these younger players of this generation respond better to somebody who's this more. This generation. Yeah. Like they're more there, like their fucking vibe, their speed. Mm-hmm. Like McDaniel's a stoner. <laughs> you could tell I dude's a stoner. It, isn't it funny when you just look at people and you know they're a stoner or not? Yeah. Like, like I either know you meet someone in public or. Yeah, yeah, he does. He just he, he has yeah. that vibe to him. He's a hippie. Yeah. He's a hippie. Back to these trades. So we had Chase Claypool going to the Bears. Uh huh. I think you Najee like that. Hunt, yeah, I do. I like it for the Bears. Now they've completed their infinity gauntlet of mid receivers. <laughs> they have like every mid receiver in the league. Um, Jeff Wilson to the Finns. Also Hawkinson to the uh, mm-hmm. Vikings. Roquan Smith to the Ravens. Now oh, there's yeah. a player that I love. Roquan Smith. We don't need him, but if the boys were in on him, I would yeah. be fine. Yeah. So did the Bears I, give up a, a um, did they get a first back for him? I believe what they, they get? did. I believe they got a first. Mm. Good move, well, though. A second. I'm not sure if it was a first off. I think it was a first. But the Ravens are infamous for this. They're mm-hmm. infamous for picking up great defensive talent. Yep. Like, they always have great defensive players. Great they, linebackers, oh always. Oh, my God. They're fucking, they're, yeah, their lineage of linebackers is crazy. Um, and then Robert Quinn to the Eagles, another stacked fucking team now, just adds another you weapon. You know what? I'm going to make a comment on Robert Quinn. Mm-hmm. I feel like this guy's been in the league He's since I was like 12 years He's, old. He has been in the league for like 15 years, <laughs> so it is long, you know? You know? And then I, I always look at his age, I'm like, oh, he's not that yeah. old, but Production. I feel like he's been there forever, He man. looks like Bernard Hopkins, too. Does he really? Yeah, he looks just <laughs> like him. He looks like he's like 40, 50, beat the fuck up already. He's, he's, he's such a good guy, though. He's on the boys for last season. Yeah. He was a good guy. Um, Kadarius Tony of the Chiefs. We'll see. I don't think Kadarius Tony's ever going to be anything. I don't think he's interested in playing football. Me neither. Young Joker just wants to be the Joker. He can um, go play with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, a big one right here though. Christian McCaffrey, the 49ers. We already seen in that first game mm-hmm. what having Christian McCaffrey on the 49ers could be. Threw for a touchdown, caught a touchdown, ran one in. This is dangerous. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Weapon like with that Shanahan offense, you add him as a weapon. Forget about and forget it. Forget the skill set for a minute. Like you know when guys just look right in jerseys, oh, and yeah. you know they're going to be successful yeah. just because they look good in the jersey. Mm-hmm. That's McCaffrey right now. He looks perfect. Yeah, in a 40, 49ers uniform, man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, oh. you know who does not look right in a jersey? Baker Mayfield in a no. Panthers uniform. <laughs> no way. That's because PJ Walker's the real deal there. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we had James Robinson to the Jets, which I love the move. Joe Douglas goes mm-hmm. out, gets aggressive as soon as his, his star running back goes down. You know, shows that he's not scared. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll be the first to say I liked our depth at the running back position for the Jets. I did. I mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? We got other guys. We got Ty Johnson. We got uh, Michael Carter. Knight. We got Michael Carter, of course, who now would be the lead back. So, but the fact that you know Douglas said no, I could go out there, I could get better, mm-hmm. I could get similar production. He's not going to be Brees Hall, but we no. can still run the same offense, and yeah. that's that's huge. Yeah. So he gets a guy that he could plug in right away and kind of keep this ship sailing in the right direction, and and um, you know hopefully that's that's the case. But in theory, the move's great. Oh yeah, they didn't even give up anything for it. No, that's what I'm you saying. Know, hardly you, you, you fucking Fifth love rounder it. Or you something. love it. Conditional third or fourth. Yeah, I'll do that all day. Yeah. Then William Jackson to the Steelers, Chase Edmond to the Broncos, a, no, a nothing move. Really. Mm-hmm. But and then you had like like I said, Najinheim to the Bills, which is huge because they have a speed back now, which is crazy. But you know the trade deadline, it's just interesting now. Like all these names, way move. more active, way yeah, more, so active. much more activity. I want and, and I feel like it's going to be like this going forward every year, and it's just going to pick up more and more because the salary cap is going to go up, and I feel like this is going to turn into like a NBA. Uh, MLB style trade deadline. You're going to start see like legit stars getting moved. Do you yes. think like how the N- NBA does it yep. now? That's what I think for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think that makes sense too. If you have Christian guys, McCaffrey, he's a legit star. Yeah, you know good point. Saying? Good point. I mean, and you look at guys that are unhappy there, and you know, mm-hmm. people like Elijah Moore that ended up not getting traded, but mm-hmm. people that are unhappy where they're at, and even if they're a star, and the franchise says, "Hey, if we can unload him, unload that contract, mm-hmm. like let's make that deal." Yeah. So, like, yeah, why not? Like, why don't we see that more? Why did it take so long yeah, what, what, to catch up? 
I don't know. Is it just the style of how everything's going in other sports, like with MLB and and, and, and the NBA, of how they, you know, it, mm-hmm. it wasn't always like that there either. But in the last couple of years, it's trended that way. So I feel like the, the NFL, who's usually the lead dog in everything, is kind of coming up, you know, is finally catching up to these other leagues in that aspect. Yeah. When it's like, usually they're like ahead of the, the curve, you know. So let's talk about some <clears throat> free agency news. Okay. All right. So we were talking a little bit about the trade deadline, mm-hmm. free agency. Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. still out there. Teams yeah. are interested. One of the most notable teams is your favorite oh, yeah. team, your the Dallas boys. Cowboys. Um, what do you think about that, brother? Would you like oh. to see Odell Beckham Jr. in a Dallas Cowboys uniform? It would not bother me. I like. I definitely, you know, look into it. If we could get him for like a year, the rest of this year, you know, pay him. We don't have to give him a real contract. I'd bring him in. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have another weapon. We around the trade deadline, we you know we were rumored to be talking about DJ Moore and like some of these other number one kind of receivers and these other teams who kind of would like you know on these bullshit teams that need to get out of there. Yeah. You know? So. You know, they were like talking about possibly Cortland Sutton too. I'm like, oh, that'd be crazy. Or no, Jerry Judy. Oh yeah, Judy was a name that was so like out I, there, yeah. I thought to myself, I'm like, that would be crazy if we ended up with Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb, both two of the guys that were the number wow. one like, huge guys in that same draft. Can you imagine how crazy that would be? Because he's a young guy too. And I think the Cowboys uh, made off better with their draft pick. I love CeeDee Lamb. I think CeeDee over Judy all day. Yeah, but to have too. them both on the same oh my you know, God, field yeah. together. Same but I team. feel like Judy is talented. It's yeah. not like he's not he's not no, a scrub. He's and, not a scrub. And Denver's fucked up too. That's so. what I'm saying. He he's very talented. So but I would mean if I if they want to get someone like Odell in, you saw before he got hurt, he still had a burst. He could still play. Dude, if he's healthy and motivated, he's gonna produce. Yeah. I'd bring him in. And at this point in his career, I don't think he's a cancer because I think he's been through everything. Yeah, I, I agree. And I was thinking about him, too, with the Jets at some point, you know, yeah. potentially bringing him in. And I, I was like, you know, if you had the opportunity to, why not? He's another playmaker. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I kind of felt the same way. I'm like, you know, I think he's a little more humbled now. Yeah, he's I don't been think through he's it. the same guy. I think he just wants know. to win. Yeah. You know, exactly. I think he's, yeah, he's more mature now. He kind of gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's more comfortable with himself. And he's won. He won. Yeah. You know, he got a ring. So it's like he's there. He's been there. He's accomplished it. So I, I would bring a guy like him in, I think. You know, give him a shot. Why not? Especially if we, it's like the rest of the year. And you look know, at your pain. division, man. Yeah. It's competitive. Our, that's the problem. Our division's super competitive. But we're all probably going to the playoffs, every one of the teams here, possibly even the commanders. That's how bad the NFC yeah. is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a 100% chance, I think, us and the Giants make the playoffs. 100% chance the Eagles are for sure. They're probably the number one seed. Right. You know, but this Eagles team, let me tell you something. They're good, right? But this harkens back to that 2000 and fucking, let me see if I get it up. Remember this, uh, this team right here. Remember this 11 and 0 Steeler team a couple years ago? Oh, yeah. I feel like this Eagles team is very similar to that 11 and 0 Steelers team. They have a meltdown coming? Yes. But the the only way they don't is if Jalen Hurts continues to be like a, a legitimate quarterback. Because to me, I, he to, to me he was always a number two guy, and he's showing he's answering all the bells this year that he's a number one guy. No doubt about it. You can't argue that. <clears throat> but I but can he sustain it? That's my question. Because it's hot right now, yeah. and they didn't play nobody really. I mean, they have and they haven't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know. I, regardless, you got to look at them as the number one seed. In they the are a threat. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. And then, but like the Cowboys are a threat too. Our defense is legitimate. And then you saw last week what, what, what if Dak's healthy and what he can do. We were lighting the Bears up. Oh, yeah. We put up fucking 50, 49 Style. points. Bro, we were just scoring at will. Zeke wasn't even in. Like, Tony Pollard, three touchdowns. You kidding me? Tony's the man, dude. Oh, my God. I love him. He's such a sly, sneak. Oh, so good. I love it. Yeah, well, you saw a healthy deck. Our defense gave up a lot of points last mm-hmm. week, but I give that up to Justin Fields, man. He's not as bad as everybody says he is. You think he's I starting think, to put it together a I little bit I think the now. last couple weeks, yeah. the, they're, they're, they're like, oh, well, you know what? Let's run this guy because he can run, you know? Jets should be doing the same thing shit with Zach, with Zach Wilson, dude. I know. It drives me crazy, man. But with Fields, he's a little more built for it. He's a little bigger of a body. Sure. To me, yeah, to yeah. me, Fields is a very similar style to Dak. I think they look very similar. They play very similar. And if he could put it together, his ceiling to me is a Dak ceiling. Mm, and that's and then, then I think that's a pretty good, pretty good ceiling. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, remember Cam Newton in his prime? Yeah. Oh yeah. Before all the injuries and stuff like Cam that. Cam was the man, dude. Yeah. MVP. That MVP year was incredible. Yeah. That was one of the best quarterback performances i've ever seen still the best quarterback performance i think i ever seen was uh that one year of peyton manning on the broncos 
It was his first or second year there. He put uh, up like 50-something touchdowns. It was in, insane. Uh, yeah, it, it, some, it was the first was, year because the second year he had, he had the injury and he could hardly throw uh, the ball. Yeah, okay, but so it was he his took first him to the year. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, but that first year he put up. I never. I don't think I've ever seen a quarterback put up numbers like that. Yeah, passing. I was like, holy shit. And who was his coordinator? Was it Gase? Yeah. <laughs> yep. He was his coffee boy. Yep. Aaron boy. <laughs> Adam fucking Gase. Uh-huh. That led him to the fucking jet job. <laughs> Eventually. Oh, man. But, um, yeah. So what do you want to get into now? You want to continue with some football shit? You want to get into some other shit? Some basketball shit, maybe? Because it is basketball season and the new edition of Jersey Talk. Yes. Is- yes. So there's a lot to get into. But before we do so, let's take a break. Okay. We'll hit the vault on the other side. We'll do Jersey Talk. Oh, the vault. We're moving to a different sport. Mm -hmm. Do you want to spoil it now or tell them when we get back? Jersey Talk, where are we going? Oh, no, we're going to tell you when we get back. All right, you guys hang tight. We'll be back after Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out. And sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business. And today, we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook, at Lilac Sage Boutique. And join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports. And today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. And we're back for the second half of episode Trait news. Yeah, You're- I was just looking at the Zeke leak of this Thanksgiving helmet. Those jerseys blow. Cowboys Thanksgiving jerseys—they suck, Dick. Boring. Boring with the. If they rock the old '94 ones, not boring. But they always rock those stupid white helmets with the super blue yep. star and the fucking they used white to have shoulder. Tony pads. wear those all the time too. I hate them. I hate them. I have a Tony jersey like that. Yeah. Someone gave me. I'm like, this is things ugly. I never <laughs> wore it. I never wore that ugly shit. Yeah, that shit is gross. <laughs> Let's move on to the vault. The vault. You need like a the vault. Welcome right. to the vaults. All right, yeah. so Dom digs in the vault. Every week, we pick three cards from my old football card collection. From the vault. And whatever our fra- whatever our favorite is, Mark checks the value mm-hmm. on it and see if it's yeah. worth anything. So we have three lined up right now. Here we go. Number one for today. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay, mm-hmm. it's just a 1990 first round pick. Mm-hmm. As a pro set card, okay, from okay the New York Giants, okay their first round pick. What year? Um, ninety. Ninety. Yep. He was a first round pick in ninety. Yep. Out of Georgia, Big Rodney Hampton. That's it. Yeah, Rodney Hampton, <laughs> number twenty seven. So back of the card ranks third on Georgia's all time rushing list. I hate the Giants, but they always have a couple players where I'm like, that's a good man. Rodney Hampton is probably a good man. After gaining 2,668 yards in just three seasons, first team all Southeastern Conference selection as a junior in 1989, shook off injury problems to run for 1,059 yards and 12 touchdowns, tied for second on team with 26 catches, named SEC Player of the Week after running for 184 yards and touchdowns of 18, 20, and 35 yards against Kentucky. Also caught four Mm. passes for 43 yards in that game, ran for 719 yards and six touchdowns in 1988, despite suffering midseason shoulder injury. 
rushed for 890 yards as a freshman backup tailback. So those are the college stats yeah. on Mr. Rodney Hampton. Um, Giants fans, how do you feel about Rodney Hampton? Um, I'm sure they, they enjoyed He was part of a, a lot of shitty teams. Yeah, you but know, he was Dave like Brown the era. bright light of a lot of shitty teams. He had some plays. Yeah. Yeah, Hampton had some years where he was entertaining. I tell you, my dad plays the cards with Otis Anderson, so he's like, he thinks he's the shit. That's wild. Yeah. Plays poker with him. Thinks he's like the man. I thought he was coming to us at one retirement party. I thought it was him. I was like, holy shit, he's here. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was like this other big, giant black dude. <laughs> <laughs> so here you go, Ronnie Hampton, Giants fans. What do you think? Let us know. Number two, today's selections, we have... A, I believe it's a 97, 1997 mm. Upper Deck Collector's Choice, upper the decker. bougie edition. Upper Decker. Um, from the Tennessee, um, or Houston, rather, Oilers. Mm-hmm. Tight end, out of Maryland. Who do you Dave, think it is? Dave? Is it Dave? You said it was Klingler? No. Nope. Who the fuck was it? I don't even know. 1997. I don't remember. The Oilers. I don't remember. Tight end. I have no idea. Frank Wycheck. Wycheck. There you go. I always forget that. Yep. So there's guys I fucking forget forever. I'm like, ah. When I hear the name, I'm like, oh, good man. That's right. Yeah, Wycheck was a good one, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then he played with the Titans. Yeah. Converted over to the Titans. He was on that franchise forever. Yep. So there you go. You got Rodney Hampton. We got Frank Wycheck, both offensive sides of the ball today. Let's Mm. see for the third one. And it looks like we're staying on the offensive side of the ball. Going to the AFC East, we're looking at a 1997 Fleer. <laughs> and it's a running back from New England, 1997. Who do you think it is? I should know this. I don't know. New England Patriots, oh, uh, running back, number 28. It's not fucking... What's his face? He wasn't there yet. I have no idea. Curtis Martin, man. Was it Curtis? <laughs> I thought he would have went to the Jets by then. Yeah, Curtis Martin. I thought, yeah, I thought he was a Jet by then. Let's read the back here. That's when he got drafted? No. Mm-mm. I think he got drafted in 95. Okay. He got um, drafted by the Pats, though. Yeah. Patriots pick. So he was on the Pats for four whole years then before yeah. he left. Oh, shit. That was only two. Martin is just plain slippery. I don't know how he does it, but he seems to find holes and get yards where there shouldn't be yards to get. Dwayne Thomas of the Dallas Cowboys in the early 70s had the ability, and so does Martin. He led the AFC in rushing. Uh, rushes and rushing yards in 95 with 368 carries for 1,487 yards. So, yeah, he didn't get to the Jets till mm-hmm. later, which is interesting, huh. man. Yeah, but I always thought it was around that year. Such a weird player. I mean, for to be an all-time Jet great, mm-hmm. of course, he has to have some type of lineage. Tied to the fucking to the Patriots. fucking Patriots. Come on, man. Yeah, that sucks, dude. You know? I mean, and listen, it's not Curtis's fault. I don't blame him for it. I'm just being a negative Jet fan. No, no, I get, <laughs> you know? it. I get it. So we got Curtis Martin, we got Frank Wycheck, and we got Rodney Hampton. Which one do you like, brother? I do like the Hampton, but I think I might have to go with the Curtis. Go with that. You know, it's a tough one too. Because kind of, I kind of think that would have more value. I like the Rodney because it is a rookie card. Me too. But I think the Curtis might have more value. I don't know. All right, let's What's check it out. Weird man. Curtis one. This is a weird card. Yeah. This came from a straight. This is a Fleer. It is. Hmm, this is a weird one. It's like a small stock. Yeah. Yeah, I had a collection of those. Those are definitely weird. Hmm. Um, all right. So as you check that, we shall see what the value is, man. And then after that, we are headed to a Jersey talk, baby. Jersey talk. And um, <laughs> we're going to be switching it up, man. We're going to be switching it up. We went through the NFL. So what's next? Where are we going? It's time. Mm-hmm. To fucking skip over to the NBA. Let's go, baby. Which is, um, you know, I actually just started up, you know, me being a Knicks fan. I've always talked about being a Knicks fan. It's like being stuck in traffic. And this year so far, no difference. No different. I do like our, I do like the roster. This thing, I, I think it's time that I, uh, Thibodeau's gone. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm done with him. Even after last night. Do you night, think like, they'll make like a Nets him. move? Like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think he's done. But like, we, because I like our roster. I really like what Cam Reddish is doing, but let me get back to looking up this card. Okay, here. okay. This one's two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Not this one. This one is two dollars. Oh motherfucker! It's okay though. Hey, two still bucks. Still monies. <laughs> yeah, two bucks. Hey, Take you got that. me excited there, man. When I heard yeah, two hundred. This one, like, one was a different one though. But yeah, I was like two hundred. All right, so that's it for uh, this week's segment of the vault. 
And now on this, now moving on to a new season of Jersey Talk, I guess. Jersey Talk, Jersey, Jersey Talk. Talk, Jersey Talk. Um, yeah, you know, this segment was brought to us by a friend of the show, Dan Sharkey. I give him his flowers because he's like, oh, you didn't mention me last time. Good know? man, good brother. <laughs> so, yeah, so he brought us a suggestion for this uh, segment where we just pretty much go through sports. We start with the NFL. We just completed the whole NFL. If you can go back and listen to all the old previous episodes, we went through each division of the NFL. And we're going to do that with the NBA now. And we're going to kick it off with the Atlantic, Eastern Atlantic edition, uh, a division there in the NBA, which contains the Celtics, the Nets, the Knicks, the 76ers, and the Raptors. And we have to take one thing into consideration with mm-hmm. this. It's not like the NFL. Basketball has a million jerseys. million. Every team has a million different yeah. alternates. So we're going to try to keep it to like the most basic, basic form. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like a couple of their like standard alternates or yeah. something like that. But we're not going to dive like deep, deep in. Yeah, because it's too much. They have city edition jerseys. They have stuff that just changes on a yearly basis. Yeah, basics. the city edition jerseys are too much for me, man. Yeah. And the next ones always suck. They're ugly. They're fucking terrible. Yep. The ones this year are basic, but uh, yeah. So if you guys have any other suggestions for segments, or feel free send them in. We love we our like, segments, yeah. man. So send them in. We'll do them. I don't care. But um, yeah, we'll kick off this edition of Jersey Talk here with the Atlantic edition of the NBA. Kick them off with the Boston Celtics. Okay, let's do and it. This man. is a team I fucking despise. Hell yeah, same time. Like and like in another life, I could see myself actually being a fan because of the color scheme and just the overall. Hundred percent agree. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's just like the way I was raised. I just like I've been raised a Knicks fan. Like I just love the Knicks, and they were just always a fucking thorn in the Knicks side. Fucking Larry Bird, like he was such a good player. Like those, even like the era of like Pierce and Garnett. I hated that era. Yeah, and I'm just anti Massachusetts. Like yeah, any, yeah. Anything Philly and Massachusetts, I'm pretty much. No thanks. I'm not in. I'm not into either. But the thing is, I like Philly as a city. Like I'll go there and I'll enjoy the city, but I don't like that. any of their sports teams are shit. They're all shit. Uh, Massachusetts, I hate the city itself, too, because it's very confusing and stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, none of the streets in Massachusetts make any sense. It's a big mumbo-jumbo pot of bullshit. Boston's overrated, too. Yeah. It's tight and gay. I don't like it. <laughs> it's too tight there. I don't know. Oh, shit. All right, so All right. what are we looking at here? Uh, the Celtics jerseys. When you go through them, I got to be real. There is a Celtics jersey. I like it's the all-black. It's a sick jersey. The all-black jersey. Yeah. Yep, so I agree. Go down to the all-black. That's probably my favorite. I mean, they really didn't do too much over no. the years. It's a pretty basic scheme. You got the your dark green. green. You got your white. Yep. But they do um, have that one where it's like a gold lettering. Um, It's, you know, it's a jersey with a gold. Yeah, there we go. There's the black jersey right there. Not that one. This one here? Yeah, the 2020. Yeah, it's my favorite. three ones. So with the green, not with the white outline of the numbers. It looks like the Jets black jersey. Kind of does, kinda. yeah. <laughs> kind of does. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I go with that. This one, I have no idea what they were doing. I think that's like the city edition for this year. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. There's that one. Like, I don't yeah, this that one. one. That reminds like. me of a college jersey. Looks like Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly. Looks like Notre Dame. So this was in 19... I'm 19. This is 2019-2020. The, um, it the was like a lighter green. too is nice. It was a different shade of green, though, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it had the gold green. Boston with a different font, weird numbers. I don't like it. But yeah, um, that 2017 and 20 yeah, the black, black jersey, nice. also Crispy very clean. Dope. Crispy clean. I might like that one better than the other black jersey. I think they're the jersey. same, to be honest. Just a different fucking view. Oh, yeah. One's Jordan. One has the Nike logo. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I go with those. Yeah, I don't uh, Yeah, I don't hate those. The I don't Ray hate Allen's. those. Yeah. Fuck Ray Allen, though. But yeah, I go with the black. What were, oh, you, this alternate. This ugh. is terrible. Do you remember? Did they still do this? Like, when like they wore those the quarter black, sleeve like jerseys or whatever? Number. Yeah, some teams. That's remember, terrible. That was like a soccer style. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they kind of stopped doing that. that was the, a, the Warriors did that a lot. That was a very George Costanza-esque idea. Yeah, dude. Whoever thought of that. They probably got rid of that quick because that, that that was yeah, it's no good. That can't be comfortable to play in. No, dude. not at all. Stupid. All right, so all right, I think so we're aligned when it comes yeah, to our favorite black, Celtics easy. jerseys, right? Mm-hmm. Black the Knicks one, the Knicks ones are easy for me as well. It's the like the '97 to 2000. Oh, the ni- I do like that new one a lot. Not gonna lie. But it's the 97 one I like the most, the classic blue 97 one. Yeah, I prefer the Nueva Yorks. Uh, that's the that's this year's city edition. That one right there. This one? Yeah, that one. It's not the worst. Not bad. It just it's doesn't feel like a, a mixture. It doesn't. That's why I don't really fuck with it. But I, I do like that blue 
with the I like this. That's yeah, that one. That's like the newer one they've been rocking. I I don't hate those. That's clean. Yeah, I have pops been nice those. too. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, let's see. I don't like they're, that orange one. There's their quarter suit one's ugly as fuck. It's all orange. One of my favorites. Oh, the green, the Christmas Day, the St. Patrick's Day, oh, St. Patrick's yeah. Day. They rocked this for a while too. Two thousand six mm-hmm. to thirteen, the St. Yeah. Patrick's Day one. It was the green they, one. They would wear it on Christmas. That's why I remember it on Christmas too. Dope. It was green with the orange letters on mm-hmm. it, man. I'm yeah. Nate Robinson, I think. Did you have a Nate Robinson? Not a, a mellow. Mellow. That's right. Yeah. That all orange one's ugly as shit. <laughs> all right, but yeah, no, I I agree. The '97 um, blues, my all time. The '97 blues. I mean, it's just one of those jerseys that are timeless, dude. Yeah. Like it'll always be fresh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Those city ones are so ugly. The fucking oh. fire edition too. Ugh. Come on, that red this stripe one. is so ugly. Yep, that one's so ugly. That black one's so ugly. Why can you not make a cool city edition jersey? Why are they all so ugly? That is the ugliest thing I've ever this seen. One right? Yeah, that fucking style is so so. Wait, it's a circle. New York never sleeps, and it's a circle. Cool. Wow. How is that? New York never sleeps. <laughs> city it never sleeps. It's a circle. The fuck does that represent? It's fucking stupid. Nothing. There's not even like, you could have put put a fucking skyline down the side of the jersey That'd or something. Be cool. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a fucking nobody, and I just thought of that. This fucking guy can pay <laughs> fucking million dollars to make that stupid fucking design, probably. It's a circle. City never sleeps. Where does it fucking represent a city anywhere in that stupid fucking jersey? Nope. Nowhere. So dumb. So ugly. You all right? Yeah. It's <laughs> so ugly. I just got so pissed off because it's so fucking ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I decided I like the blue jersey the best. All right. Agreed. All right. Moving uh, on. Moving on to the Nets. This is also easy for me. If you go to the Nets. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because the Nets, that is kind of cool. Like, I liked that one, too, surprisingly. That was like some artsy, weird new Let me shit. Let pull this up. This is, their, uh, is this their city what edition or something? Yeah. Like, they did the court like that, All too. right. So, you, you know what, though? This is cool because it rep- this is a representation of the city, right? The yeah. art and things yeah. like that, right? And they did the court in, like, a graffiti style like that, too. Cool. cool. Good concept. Yeah. I don't love it, but I yeah. understand it. I get it. No, I get it. You know? Um, definitely not one of my favorite. No. Uh, and the Brooklyn jerseys suck no, to me, yeah. too. When, I go like, to, I when, we're t- when we're talking Nets jerseys... I have to. I know I'm going back to the blue, red, white, and blues. Those These ones right here. No, 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 not those. Go back to the. I 90s. had a Vince Carter one like uh-huh. that. Go all the way. You have to like like that These, blue right there. But the real ones. But the real ones that are yeah. like that. The ones that were the New Jersey Nets jerseys. They were from fucking easily. Those red ones are nice yeah. too. I yeah. always like those red when they converted to that style. Remember this one? Oh yeah. If you shout out to fucking Jason from Never Again who rocks the Richardson version of that jersey all the time. Respect. Oh yeah. Respect. Dude, oh yeah, man. Remember these ones? Uh-huh. I actually the gray those. ones. Those I had a Marbury fire. gray one. That those gray I had ones. This. Yeah. Those shits were sick actually. I actually really like those. Yeah. I actually liked all these. Yeah. Keith Van Horn era. Uh-huh. Too bad the Knicks. The Nets were terrible. I never rooted for them. No, they were... When they had kids this and era, Carter... Car- yeah, this these. era, those are my favorites. These so, are the Petrovic or whatever that dude that yeah, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Jason Kidd era. Oh, these era. rule, yeah. Those are the coolest jerseys, I think. Those, those are my favorites. Those rule. Um, I'm going to go with these. Are you really? Yeah. Those red, white, and blues? The, yeah, the, like the ones I had. Mm-hmm. The Vince Carter one I had, mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the, I'm going with that... Blue early nineties era one. That thing is so nice to me. Some of these are real nice, man. That red one, like yeah, the shits are fire. The Nets had a good lineage of jerseys. Yeah, they not the be- most successful team, but no, good jerseys. The, the Brooklyn shits ugly until as now. Hell. Yeah, yeah, but like this older shit, man. So fucking cre- at least it was creative. Like this, just again, like why did they black go and white, black and so white? Fucking basic. Like yeah. why now? Well, yeah. No creativity. It's a basic font on the number. It's just nothing. It's a nothing. No creativity at no. all. None. They just went with the first thing. All right, yeah, it's plain and easy. Let's I can make that on fucking yeah. Canva. Yeah. Make that on fucking NBA 2K. <laughs> Cooler fucking jersey than that. But yeah, I'm going with the old blue ones. All right, I'm going with the old red, white, and blues. Oh, red, white, and blues. All right, let's uh, move it on over to Philly. Sixes. You know what? They, 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 don't, they don't really have jerseys that do it for me. But they do they don't have any that offend me either, though. No, like they don't. They they're pretty safe. Very, yeah, they keep. They play a very safe. So here, here you go. We were talking about the city editions. Yeah, you know, since the skyline, a little something that would represent a city that doesn't sleep a little fucking better than a circle. <laughs> a fucking circle with stupid fucking font. Like even the bell makes sense. The Liberty Bell. Right, right, right. I mean, I get it. It's just the Star Spangled shit. 
They have very patriotic style jerseys. And these are very much like the old um, Nets, Nets jerseys here. These throwbacks. Yeah, you can easily confuse those two. But I think if you go, yeah, keep scrolling down. There's a Sixer jersey that, like, it's oh yeah, the these are my these favorites. Ones, the yep. AI, yeah, yeah, yep. black error AIs. Those are my favorite. Yep, those are cool as hell. Like, yeah, this is a, this is a they have a lot of good errors. That I don't style, like those. you know, like the, I like nah. the, I like the white. The white's clean. The black is the best. Black's the best one. Yep, yeah. shit's tough. Yeah, dude, that's that's cool shit. That black era, that jersey is easily my favorite. Mm-hmm. Agreed. If you keep going down, like, there's definitely they definitely didn't have jerseys that pissed. Oh off. yeah, these two. Yeah, those ones aren't bad. Those look like the Barkley era. I like those. Yeah, those are pretty good. Like said, even they, these, like just the plain. Yeah, they don't, they bad. never had nothing good like colors. you said. Nothing that offends you. The red, white, and blue, man. It's basic color scheme in the NBA. It seems to be like a lot of teams use that. Those are weird. Yeah, the 70s, 74, 75. Yeah, they were definitely trying to go with the time period there with the font. No yep. question. That's not bad. Yeah, cool. Good uh, jersey yeah, history yeah, here. Yeah, not bad. Like I said, I'll go with the blacks. And then what we got the Raptors. This is pretty cut and dry. Easy. Also. Like I don't I don't hate any of the new jerseys also either. But like that the Vince Carter throwback with the Raptor on it. Iconic. It's dude. the fucking great one, one of the greatest jerseys, the grace a fucking court, a field, anything. No doubt. And it's the purple one for me, by the way. Yeah. Not the white one, but the purple one. Let's if you see scroll if we can down. Find it. Oh, that, that's dark. You saw what that? is this black one? This yeah, one? That's weird. What is that? It's like it's gold. black and gold. This it's is their like city. Black oh black and gold edition of that old it's that's weird. Not bad. No. So I like the idea of something different. I don't know what this north it. shit is. No, it's like, you know, the north. That's what they call this fucking Canada, the north. Oh, great. Like city that never sleeps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck that. This camo shit, yeah. no thing. Oh, hoops for the troops. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. They're ugly. green. Yeah, oh, they have their St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, those are ugly. Yeah, really ugly. And I usually like anything with green. Yeah, those and those are ugly. ugly so. Ew. I thought, I'm pretty sure like these purple. These aren't bad. These aren't bad. Yeah. The there you right go. There, that's the one. 1998-99, the purple. purple with the Raptor on. That is the coolest fucking jersey. One of the best ever, right? Yeah. Yeah, they hands down. That, yeah, that's remade on a fucking yearly. People rock that to this day. Yeah. Like, that's it's iconic. It's like that in the old Hornets uh, yeah. jerseys. These are like the iconic, iconic. So this this is in the Pantheon. This is like in the Mount Rushmore of Jersey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is that's what this jersey is. So we did all of them. From this, uh, from the Atlantic Division, yes. Yeah, so this was good. So I'm happy covered. we did this yeah. because it was like a trip down memory lane. It unlocked some memories. That's I haven't seen some of these in exactly. like a long fucking time. That's the so. idea of this, and like that's the idea of doing this. You know, seeing some of these jerseys you haven't seen in fucking years. Yeah, man, that was fun. Yeah, cool. So that we got now we went to the we're going to be covering the whole NBA. Now we got to cover the fucking other Eastern Division, and then we can move on to the West. I dig it, brother. I yes. dig it. So anything else you want to touch on? We got a. Uh, well, we got we got some shit over there. What do we got? Over yeah. There? So I'm. Yeah. I'm pulling it up now. Uh, uh, so a couple things. There was one is a fun fact, and well, actually they're both fun facts. But last week we were talking about um, any given Sunday, mm-hmm. and we were saying how you know I was saying it's underrated. You were like, Nah, I think everyone kind of considers it like one of the best or whatever. Yeah. And we're just talking about like some of our favorite you know, players from there and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ha- I found this article and I was just going through, of course, you know how the algorithm works. The fucking, mm-hmm. you know, the computer's connected to your brain. We, or, you know, we talked about it last week and all of a sudden it just comes up, mm-hmm. you know, one of those things. So, but this article why, uh, titled, why Diddy didn't make the cut for Oliver oh. Stone's any given Sunday, okay. dude. How about that? Yeah. I had That's no interesting. Idea. I had no idea Diddy wanted to be Willie Beeman. So <laughs> this was an interesting article, too, because not just the fact that, like, Diddy tried out, but mm-hmm. apparently, like, Oliver Stone had these really strict guidelines of who he was looking for in terms of an athlete mm-hmm. to portray, you know, an, a real, a real professional football player, football player right? Yeah, so, I'm sure all the extras are probably, like, football players, like, legitimate football players. Yeah, probably. So, you know, Diddy uh, uh, tried out for Willie Beeman's role, who, hmm. as we know, Jamie Foxx, um, you know, played. It would not be the movie. same if it wasn't Jamie Foxx. Can you imagine? I that? can't imagine Bad Diddy. Boy. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine Diddy playing Willie Beeman. I'm oh, sorry, I threw up in the huddle. Yeah, I can't picture him playing like quarterback. He yeah, just doesn't he doesn't fit doesn't that? Do and that, yeah. that's basically what what Stone said too. Mm-hmm. He just it didn't fit. It, it didn't work. Yeah, so, so he made them what like all get on the field and play. Yeah, right? so that's that's the thing that he was so specific on what he wanted that like if you lied in the interview and said you could play ball, mm-hmm. you're gonna find out. They're going to find out your bullshit real quick because they brought everybody onto a professional college field mm-hmm. oh, and was actually running like routes and stuff with like 
actual yeah, football, football players. players. Wow. Um, I don't okay. know if they were professional or from the college, whatever. So if you said, oh, yeah, I could, I could play, yeah, yeah, you yeah. better you fucking better back, back that up. The fuck up. So, oh, wow. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you think about, like, the scenes and, like, how yeah. you know, realistic Dude, they, they were, were, kind of. They were very realistic. You know? Yeah. I mean, that doesn't surprise me, but I, that that's funny as hell. Can you imagine, like... You know, LL Cool J did it. You know, he played a great role in that movie. Imagine him getting on the court, like the field, looking like a fucking bitch, and you're like, "No, sorry, dude, you can't be in this movie." Well, yeah, exactly. So, like, um, you know, Bill Bellamy, yeah, yeah, played uh, the wide receiver. Yeah. So he said in this interview, I think it was for Entertainment Weekly a couple of years ago. Mm. He said Oliver, you know, Oliver Stone. He said Oliver was like, "The way I'm going to shoot this film, you've got mm. to be able to do this shit." If you lie during the interview, you were exposed because we had to show up and play at USC. Oh, wow. So we were running out there with real quarterbacks, running backs, and receivers. Wow. So I guess they were playing with, like, USC guys. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so they probably – I wonder what year that was. I wonder what players they were playing with. Well, what year did any given Sunday come out? So Um, let's see. Let's look. Maybe a year or two it took to make the movie. What year did any – was it? 98 December 99 99 okay I knew it was right there so let's just say USC 97 USC roster yeah potentially yeah who we could be playing with that'd be interesting football roster let's see could have been playing with uh, John Fox a quarterback Rodney Sermons a running back do 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 Chad Morton Chad Morton Chet Great yeah Jay Swalford Dylan McCutcheon, remember him? No. Billy Miller, Anton Harris, Jeff Daly, possible. Mm-hmm. So these are all like you know running backs and receivers and shit. But their their starting quarterback was John Fox that year. John Fox. Yeah, attempted 153, almost 2,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. Hmm. Yeah. Chad Morton was their lead back. Yep. Yep. Special teams uh, guy mm-hmm. for the Jets at one point. Played for the Lions, I think, yeah. originally. Chad Morton was a good. He player. was all right. Yeah, he's a good player. Good returner. Oh yeah, <clears throat> that's funny though. Yeah, you know, I, I, when it comes to Oliver Stone, man, it dude's a hell of a director. Him, um, Kubri, uh yeah, Kub, Stanley Kubi. I don't know how to say his name. Tarantino. Yeah, like all those dudes. Their their movies, like they're my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Easily the class. Yeah, that 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 their style makes about makes up a lot of what I'm into. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So do you have a haha for us this week? Uh, I do. It's a little bit older than being a fresh week old because it's like two weeks old. Okay, but it's still. It, it actually, you know, it, it fits in well. Fucking lately, with what's going on with uh, the NFL, specifically Dan Schneider, mm-hmm. most likely having to sell the fucking team. Thank God, finally, the ultimate bad guy. That dude sucks. Like this is how much he sucks. Like you're all right. It, it must really suck to be like a Washington fan. <laughs> Can you think about that for a second? First of all, you're a Washington fan. You have to oh, deal with yeah, the team that terrible. just is terrible every year. You have players that McClellan, oh, wow, I have a guy, you know. You don't even have an identity. They're not going to be good. They're never, yeah, you never have an identity. You're just, you suck. You wear different jerseys every week. Every week, you're trying to find yourself still. They're supposedly getting a new fucking stadium in Virginia. Oh, really? So, yeah, it's going to be like this big deal. But Dan Snyder, the fucking piece of shit he is. Like, you, you go to the fans, their fucking sewer pipes are fucking leaking on you in the <clears> stadium. It's disgusting. The team sucks. It's a misery fan. And being a fan of that team must be miserable. But apparently a fan, he won a, a raffle, and in part of the raffle, he got a check from the team, and apparently the check bounced. Oh, <laughs> no. So, imagine being a fucking fan of the shit team. You go to the games, you're supporting them, you actually win some money. It's a kick in you the dick, actually man. get money back for supporting this piece of shit franchise. <laughs> Actually, like, oh, I'm going to be reimbursed for some of the misery I've had to sit through. And then you go to cash a check, and boop, sorry, there's nothing there, because Dan Schneider's probably spent what it on... What do you even do? Do you call Dan him? Schneider probably spent it on hookers and fucking... Cocaine and Cocaine and fucking takeout. So, yeah, he's a fucking piece of shit. So, um, yeah, that's this week's <laughs> moment of the week. Um, being a fan of that team is just a pure miserable experience, I'm sure. So that in itself is a haha moment. <laughs> Seriously, like I, you if you're know, like, I would, I'd rather know be a Jets do. fan. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's coming from. Love. Oh wait, that's one thing I want to talk about before what? we get off oh, the what? fucking. That's right. Almost what? completely fucking got my mind lost on this. Oh, but we were talking about superstitions with the whole shit, right? Yeah. The coin. Why don't we talk about the coin the at coin. all? Yes, let's wrap it up with the coin. I'm wrapping this up with the coin, folks. Please be accurate, coin. Okay, so apparently there's a Twitter user out there. 
who, who who's a Jet fan. His name's Nooner, Nooner Nation on Twitter. He uh, August 21st, 2022, he posted this picture. And he had guessed the Jets' schedule with a coin flip. He, he did every game with just a coin flip, right? So far, the coin is like 8-0. It's guessed every So, so what is he doing? He, he's taking the, the Look, schedule out. He took the schedule right here. Like, I got wins. a picture right here. He had taken the schedule right there, and he just went each game, Baltimore, win or lose, heads, heads or, or tails. tails. Boom, yeah. Loss. Cleveland, heads or tails, flicked it, won. So he did. He's that's how he did it. So far, he's predicted the game perfectly. And today, against the coin, he has the Jets beating Buffalo. Oh. The coin has the Jets beating Buffalo. So do we go with the coin and the superstition so far that this coin is right and maybe lay some wood on the Jets just oh, because? No, no, no. I don't know. I would never. But the coin has the Jets going to the AFC title game. Look at this. It's got them going all the way down here. So apparently it's got you winning today. Imagine if they just wake up this week and they just unload on the Bills. Oh, yeah. But it has the bye week, and then it has you losing to New England and losing to Chicago. Oh, I'd be so So, so you're going to be I sour. See us losing to Chicago, too. Yeah. You and, would be sour about that. But after that, you go on a fucking winning streak of Minnesota, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Seattle all in a row. Mm-hmm. And then a loss at what a Miami. Coaster. Yeah, then a loss at Miami uh, to end the year. Win in the wild card division. Win the divisional round. Lose AFC title. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't. Ma- you'd end the season eleven. I don't and know six. if I'd make it through the season. You'd end the season eleven and six. Fucking lose my mind. Yeah, that would be a because you'd come out of the win at feeling good after in a bye week sure. feeling good, but then you'd have a lo- another loss to New England. It would bring oh, you so God. you know how pissed that would make you. Oh, I know, man. but you if that happens, you have to trust the coin. Ugh. If that is the case, and you beat Buffalo we'll today and you lose to New England, you we, have to trust the if coin. If we win today, there's something to the coin. There is something to the coin. I'll have to start following the coin. But yeah, I had to bring up the coin, the superstition. We were still in October mm-hmm. at the time. So it's November now. Let's go. Um, yeah. Uh, Cowboys got a bye week. So it's just Jets today. And Jets are about to be on a little bit. So we are going to wrap this episode up. Uh, everybody, make sure you check out the website, right? Allstarvintage.shop for all your right. favorite vintage sports gear. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I hope everybody takes it fucking sleazy. We out. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Dale Earnhardt, my cousin died the same way, hit that turn hard, so I stacked from the gambler, drop cash in the phantom, play hip set, dip me the national anthem, drive the 7 Series, to the World Series, I'm so serious, I want the whole world, man, I got to be the best living, that's a given, check my stats, this the halftime show, what the mess with that, Killer Cam, Killer Cam, what's your name, huh, Killer Cam, Killer Cam, what's your name, man, I got to be the best living, that's a given, check my